This is Pastor Lloyd Maddox bringing to you a message about the lifestyle of Jesus from our ministry library. This is the Maddox Podcast. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tables of your heart and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all of your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty, your vats with overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding, for her proceeds are better than the profit of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot be compared with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths go are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold on her, and happy are all those who retain her. Good afternoon. I'm Lloyd Maddox. Today I read a portion of Proverbs chapter 3. What a great Proverbs that is. It talks about the guidance for those that are young. I have given this advice to hundreds of people literally over my lifetime in its Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. That is a powerful, powerful scripture. Trusting in the Lord is the best thing that anyone ever did. But to be a Christian, it's the first thing you must do. You cannot be a Christian without trusting the Lord for your salvation. It is a first act of faith. It is a first act where you lean not to your own understanding. Everybody in our society seems to have understanding about life. They'll tell you exactly how life should be lived and how it should not be lived. And they'll tell you, you have no right to tell me what is right or wrong. I will determine what's right for me and what's wrong for me. I'm thinking, you know, that's not a measuring stick. That's hard headedness. That has nothing to do with what you think. You know what? There is no standard for a man that does not believe in God's word. He has no standard. That's the reason some people don't like the Word of God. It is a book of standards, and thank God for it. No one can ever measure their abilities if there's not some standard to do that. You know, when I see men race on the track, whether it's in cars or on their feet or whatever, they have a standard to follow. There is a 400-meter dash. There's a, uh, you know, an 800-meter dash. And that standard is everybody runs the same dash. Somebody says, well, I just don't believe that's the the length that it should be. Doesn't care what you think. The standard is it's a 400-meter dash. If you want to run it, run it. If you don't, then don't. But it's not going to change. And I say God's word is the same way. Well, let me tell you, we're going to be teaching you about you can be strong 
Man, I'm, I'm enjoying teaching this lesson already. I hope you listen every day this week. We're talking to you about you can be strong. We're taking out of Ephesians chapter 6, starting with verse 10. The Bible says this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, I'm not going to read any more. I am going to talk about the rest of the scriptures in that chapter all the way up through verse number 20. But right now I'm talking about the strength of the Lord is to be our strength also. God wants you to know that he wants you strong and he's willing to give you his strength, his power, his authority, his abilities. God has given the church authority to use his name, use his word, use his power. And that's what he means. Now, God specifically told us to put the armor on. Now, when we talk about putting the armor on so we can stand against the wiles of the devil, God tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. He says it like this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Then he starts naming the armor. Therefore, take up the armor of the Lord that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You see, the Lord is telling us right here that we will stand according to the word of God. We will stand in the strength of the Lord. And the first thing he tells us to put on is the armor. He says it like this, the armor protects you from the enemy. The armor is made specifically for you and it fits you well. The lie of the devil is you could never really be a good Christian, so why try? Well, I'm going to tell you, when God produces armor for every born-again believer, the armor fits, and he can wear that armor. And you don't have armor that is loose-fitting or doesn't work right. You have armor that works correctly. Let me talk about the first thing that he said, truth. It is worn around your waist. It protects the passion of your body. It protects where... The old timers thought the heart was, and literally in the middle of your bodies where they thought it was. Isn't it interesting that the first thing that God wanted you to put on was truth? You know what? The devil is making a havoc of truth in, in America today and around the world. He is telling people that you should tell a lie, that if it's okay to lie if it fits you, if you need to do it, if it's correct. You know, I told the story recently of a family that was in the last church that I pastored over 25 years ago that the wife required the husband to come into my office. They were having this awful debate about something that had happened in their house. So this husband marched into my office with his wife. He's angry at her. He's angry because he says, this is wrong. My wife is wrong. I said, okay, what's going on? And uh, his wife said, well, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let him tell it to you. He said, pastor, you know that I work for mobile oil. I said, yeah, I know that. 
He said, we're all on an overtime list. I said, well, I understand that. I worked for the DuPont Company many years ago, and we had an overtime list also. He said, the other night, they called the house. My son answered the phone. And when they answered the phone, they said, uh, is uh, uh, your dad home? And he turns around to dad, and he said, dad, are you home tonight? And dad said, I looked at my watch, and I, I thought, I don't want to work that overtime. Tell him I'm not at home, son. So he turns around the phone, and he says on the man, daddy's not at home. And they hung the phone up. Well, the man's wife was very upset, and she said, that's lying. He said, it's not lying. So when they came into my office, we talked about it. He said, Pastor, everybody knows that if you turn it down, they add eight hours to your schedule so that you don't get that eight hours. But if you're not home, you just tell them you're not home, and they don't charge you eight hours, and they go to the next man. That way, you don't waste eight hours. And I said to him, I said, you know what? That's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is you just showed your son that if life circumstances present itself and it's beneficial to you, you can lie to anybody about anything. I said, it's not you that was in crisis. I said, you traded eight hours of pay for your son's teaching on that whatever circumstance you get in, it's okay to lie if it benefits you. I said, there is your problem. You know, before we got out of that meeting, he had repented and he said, Pastor, I just never thought about it that way. He said, our system, everybody understands what we're doing, but he said, I see what you're talking about. I taught my son, it's okay to lie if the circumstances presents itself. I'm saying to you, wear the truth. Wear the armor of the truth. And when you do, you're off in the right direction to begin with. The second thing he said for us to wear and put on was righteousness. It is worn as a breastplate to protect your lungs, your heart, your blood vessels, everything that is vital in your body. You have some of your most important blood vessels and blood veins there in that area of your neck, uh, in, your, in your chest area. God wants you to know that being a righteous person, living as a righteous person, is part of the armor. God will help you. God wants to give you strength so that you wear the truth. You wear the righteous robe as a breastplate correctly. And when you do that, you know you're going to win in whatever situation you're in. You will not be a loser. You will be strong. You'll be strong in the Lord because when you are strong in the Lord, you're strong because Jesus has made you strong. That's what I would say to all of us today in your families. Wear the truth well. Wear the truth, mother and dad, so your parents, so your children will understand it. Children, wear the truth so your parents trust you. They won't trust you if you lie to them. Wear righteousness, mom and dad. Don't wear hypocrisy. Don't act. It like a Christian in front of the church people and then act like the devil in front of your children. Wear a righteous breastplate so that everyone knows you live for God. Well, man, I'm enjoying talking to you about you can be strong. Well, until next time, remember, Christianity is not just a religion. It's a lifestyle, a way of life that God has commanded us to live. I'm Lloyd Maddox, and I'm teaching you about Jesus and His lifestyle. Thank you for listening to today's message. We would like to invite you to follow us at Maddox Ministries on Facebook. Feel free to send us a message. We would love to hear how today's message impacted you. 
You can also email Pastor Maddox at lmaddox, M-A-D-D-O-U-X, at suddenlink.net. And until next time, remember, Christianity is not just a religion. It is a lifestyle, a way of life that God has commanded us to live. This is the Maddox Podcast, and we are still here talking about Jesus.